Welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I have two questions for you. The first being, are you ready to rock? No. You know it. <laughs> yeah, let's no. do it. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> woo. More importantly, are you ready to roll? Yeah. Roll it. I have dice, so yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid to roll, because as soon as we start to, I feel like it's going to start going terribly wrong. I feel yeah. like it already went terribly wrong. Not yet. Not yet. I feel like the seeds of our fuck up have already been planted. We're just the, letting yeah, them grow. We, we've we've sown the full garden of fuck up, and now we're waiting for the harvest. <laughs> All right, you guys take like ten dudes each. I'll do the rest. Okay. So you guys are in the heart of the Ministry of Defense base here on Usuron. You've sold your friend, your new friend, Kathan. Uh, who is a, a Sononan into custody here oh. in order to get your investigation done. He's currently getting processed for detention, and you guys are in the R&D lab in the, the below the surface of the base where you saw the three Sononan ships that destroyed the, the prison transport. Uh, you saw the Nightcrawler, which is has been pretty much just dismantled, but no trace of the silver liquid on it. And Durin set off a... A fire suppression system, and you are currently now locked in an R&D lab with Vorak. You know that, like, meme where there's the dog sitting in the room on fire, and he's like, this is fine. We need someone to edit us one of those, but it's us surrounded by, like, fire suppression foam. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> where the fuck do we start with this one? Uh, yeah. Where do you want to start, Dane? Uh, I yeah. think we have to start with you guys in the R&D lab. I think it was Cody who saw the yeah the list. Yeah, you see your former pilot's name on this list of candidates for assimilation. Is it like a paper list? Is it on a screen? Is it on, on a, a data pad? So like a full like monitor. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Oh, I think I just made. I might know. Oh, you know, I'm, I like tap Merrick and like stare, so he sees it too. Acknowledged. I Cody can't speak right now. I can't believe he found us, Forak. Well, well, I need to know exactly what this man is capable of. He punched he's a here. tank. Oh, okay, yes, I get that. Everyone seems to say that a lot. This man, we... he's, he's, he's synonymous with his, the silver liquid. He is made of it. He controls it. He wields it to his will. Cody's just like fist clenched, like face drawn, look, like probably looking like he's terrified that Asin's coming, but really so angry and upset about what's happening. Look, the reason I have to hold it is that him and I have a relationship. He doesn't want to hurt me, I don't think. But if I this leaves my person, he could apparate into the liquid. Bam. Asin's in this room with us right now. Is he in league with the Sononans? That is the important thing to know. Well, that's what we've been trying to figure out. God damn it. It would figure that they'd have a, a little secret weapon. If they were going to take on... The entire Federation, they need something more than their little dinky ships that we captured. And he gestures out to the, the three uh, ships that, that were accused of destroying the, the prison yeah. transport. How, how'd you capture those? They were the ones that, uh, that shot down the prison transport that was holding your friends. Oh, I know. Um, he nods and he says, we had special permission to hunt them down specifically uh, as a means of interrogation and... This might make you feel better. Retaliation. Uh, how fucked up are the ships? I'm going to roll a sense motive on that to try to figure out whether that is truth or a lie. Mm -hmm. uh, you can tell that they were in a they've been in a fight, but they're not like destroyed. I'm going to aid. This yeah, like I'm, I'm focusing on the I'm trying to figure out because I have a, a feeling that obviously Ministry of Defense 
maybe sent these guys out to kill him to get Satir now that I know that he's on that list. Uh, um, my my sense motive is zero. Mine is 16. Um, you know that Vorak has lied to you in the past, but this seems to be true. So Vorak might not know everything as well. Okay. Hmm. What could he be here after Vorak? I don't think it's us. There's got to be something else. We have to get to it before he does. Uh, I mean, we do have. We had... Uh, there was a, a trace amount of the liquid on on the ship that we brought in uh, the the nightcrawler. Oh yeah, that's that's what started this whole thing. We may still have. We've been trying to neutralize it, but if if there is some trace amounts of it in the lab somewhere, then it might be what's drawing him here. Do you know where it is? It will be here. And he gestures around the lab that you guys are currently standing in. Okay, everyone, let's look. Don't make skin contact, and if you do. Now, now, hold on. I can't have... You are civilians. I can't have you guys looking through Ministry of Defense classified materials. And he starts going around and turning screens off and, like, closing folders. And he gestures to the the couple of scientists that are in here, and they begin sort of, like, cleaning up. Uh, What was the first thing he went for? Uh, The screen that you saw. What if there's something else? There weren't any survivors from the uh, Sononan attack, were there? And I, like, gesture at the ships. From the prison transport. Or from when you took down these ships. Uh, we did manage to capture the the pilots of those ships, yes. But you mentioned the prison transport had survivors? No, unfortunately that was destroyed. Definitely sense motiving that. Fuck. That's a minus one. Yeah, it's an 11 for me. I think Cody's just spiraling. So you just like really can't tell. That seems, again, to be the truth. Uh... Everyone on board the prison transport was killed. Why the fuck would Satir be on that fucking list then? Cody's just like still fist clenched, just like looking around the room and like looking yeah, at Merrick I and just like I don't know what to do from here. Fuck. Um, if only Asin would actually attack. Um, how many? How many people are in the room? Uh, it's Vorak and like three or four scientists. How armed are these scientists? They don't look like they're armed. Okay. <laughs> if you want sense mode of Cody, he's eyeing everyone. Right now. Uh-oh, are we about to have a hostage situation? Uh, I, that was to Merrick, not to Dane. Dane, you didn't hear that. Shh. You didn't hear that, Dane. Uh, Vorak's going to do a sense motive. Perfect. Go for it. <laughs> no. Let's let's see what Durin's doing for a second. <laughs> Durin saved the day. Sure. Yes. Durin, you see chaos in the this underground hangar. Nice. And in the distance, you also see Cody and Merrick with Vorak, disappear into this R&D annex in the corner mm-hmm. or along the sides of the, the room. There's a bit of uh, running around. There's there's some Ministry of Defense guys kind of like hustling around and trying to turn the suppression system off. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you like to do at this moment? I want to cause as much damage to their, to their systems as possible. Um, potential options that uh, Duran would go for would probably take out the lights, um, any methods of communication, communication first, then lights. I would, if I had to have an order to it, uh, because I also know that our um, our friend who is in processing would take opportunity of any like of uh, distraction we cause. So just create havoc at this point. Uh, okay, give me a perception check. Okay, um, I have a twenty nine. That is more than enough. I'm going to say that you see a a junction box. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a little bit on the other side of the room and about like 15 feet up. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And it. you know that if you can get there, you could probably do the the communications or at least like enough to disable the base wide comms. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to I want to create as much isolation as possible. Okay, give me a uh, stealth check. Okay, twenty six. Okay, you're good. Okay, you make it over. It's it's easy. You are just kind of like hiding, mm-hmm. using the chaos to my advantage. Yeah, you're you, you're hiding behind the foam and like just disappearing every now and then with these like big white bubbles. Uh, <laughs> and as someone goes to sort of like scoop them out of the way, you're already gone to the next one. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the wall where the junction box is, but it is about 15 feet up. So you're going to have to give me an acrobatics check or an athletics check. Acrobatics, 29. Okay. Yeah. You manage to hop and grab the bottom of the box and then pull yourself up. So you're now sort of like hugging the side of the box and Mm -hmm. dangling off to the side of it. And you, you pop it open and inside is the computer systems and the junction switches for the communications of the base. Yeah. Um, so you have to give me a computer's check now, please. I want to ruin it. I have a 23. Okay. You cut a couple wires and flip a few switches, and every now and then you've been hearing over the intercom uh, instructions and sort of like status updates, mm-hmm. and that goes silent, and now there's just sort of a faint hiss. I want to make it so that way this is going to be very difficult to repair. If unrepairable is an option, if unrepairable is not an option. Give me a, no, I think with the computer check to disable, you know that like military bases aren't that easy to like disable. Okay. So you know that there is probably a place that they could go to do like a hard reset Mm -hmm. or like a backup systems. So this is a, a temporary fix, but it is something that is going to take manpower and attention to solve. Okay, cool. For now, there is no comms on base. Okay. Okay. Good. What would you like to do now? Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Still Durin. Okay. Um, (laughs) All Durin all day. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, we're good. We're good. Next next task. Uh, Are any of the ships in here flyable at all? Uh, Give me engineering checks. Okay. I have a dirty 30. Yeah. You know, all three of the Sononan ships would probably be able to fly. Fantastic. And is there a way I'm assuming is there is a pseudo dock here, right? To get them out just in case. It looks like the platforms raise up. Gotcha. Okay. Just I'm making a mental note as an escape route. Yeah, it looks like these the like there's like three platforms that they're on, and it looks like that they would raise up and go into the courtyard above that you saw. Okay, okay. So that that's our options. All right, all right. I'm gonna pass it to R and D now. You got, I bought you boys some time. <laughs> Vorak uh, presses or grabs the little radio on his shoulder and says, I need a status report. Hello? God damn it. Calm's a cut. He's good, I told you. Look, no one knows this man Vorak better than we do. So I get it. Military this, military that. But if you want to stop him from doing what he's here to do, you've got to let us into something. What if he's here for more people, more bodies, prisoners? Because he's been putting silver liquid in people left, right, and center. Yeah, if he got control of the whole military operation, can you imagine using a force, a military force under your control to do devious deeds? Oh my god, he could make it seem like you guys are doing all sorts of nefarious things when you're not. That's probably... Give me another sense motive. Okay, we're doing better. That's 19. This time I am aiding, because that is a 12 minus 2, which is 10. So 21, 21. looking at him. 
that line of rationale has kind of upset him. You can see that has that has pinged something in him. Oh my god! I wonder can you why? imagine what you could do if you could control the enemy to make it look like they're up to no good? Dear God, how evil that would Barbaric. be! Barbaric! What a scumbag thing to do! He'd be the greatest villain in the universe has ever seen. We need to murder him brutally. Everyone who would have any kind of thought like that deserves to die. <laughs> Vorak, his whole demeanor shifts. And his sort of, sort of like lazy, easygoing sort of like stance straightens up. And he takes the, the sunglasses off and folds them and puts them in his pocket. And he just says, gentlemen, I believe that uh, this situation has gotten a little out of hand and I cannot have civilians on base while we are in the middle of a quite possible Sononan attack. I certainly can't leave you in here with classified information, so I'm going to have to escort you somewhere safe. And where would that be, Vorak? Safest place on this base is our detention facility. Mm-hmm. So why'd you do it, Vorak? Why did you guys all turn grand villain scheme on this? What do you gain from forcing the Sononans to be the great villain of it all? I'm done lying and playing a facade. Come clean. At least I'll give you the chance to before this goes where I've wanted this to go this whole goddamn time. Vorak cocks his head to the side and with lightning reflexes has drawn both of his pistols. I already have a sword in my hand, baby. Um, he says, it's clenched this whole time. Now, gentlemen, this isn't a fight you want to start. You might be able to, to take me down, sure. But there are hundreds of men here. And you're good, but you can't dodge that many bullets. So I'm going to tell you how this goes. You're going to forget what you saw in this room. I'm going to walk you calmly over to the detention center. And you're going to... Hang out there for a little bit. Just just long enough for us to get what needs to be done done. And look, you're not as important as you think you are. Oh. The Valai would beg to differ. Ooh. Uh, he looks at you and he says, What do you know about the Valai? Answer a question for me first. Where the fuck's Satir? Where the fuck is Satir? Hey, follow me and you'll be reunited in no time. That's uh, all I needed to hear. Sense motive? Is he... Fuck. Never mind. Uh, 24 sense motive. It seems like he's telling the truth. It seems like the Satir would be in the detention facility. See, the, the greatest thing about this, Vorak, is that we are nobody. You're right. So, sure, we lose, we die. Story ends. But I refuse to be locked up by another scheme concocted by you and this goddamn military any longer. Yeah, you don't know us very well if you think that our lives are more important than an entire like empire of people who are going to die. So fuck you very much. In some way, we've been trying to die for weeks. He looks at you for a second. He says, so does that mean you aren't coming with me? No, let's, let's come with you. Okay. I start walking towards him. Uh, he puts a shot at your feet. How can I come with you and stay still at the same time? You're dumb. I, look, I understand that you're being cute. I understand that you're very scared right now, but you got to take chances. He takes a step back and opens the door and then steps to the side and gestures for you guys to walk past. What do you want to do, Cody? <laughs> Can we sidebar for a minute? <laughs> no. Uh, what does it matter? I, Are you scared? I can tell. Yeah, obviously. Be dumb not to be. As you said, whole base. 
And you're a right asshole. I don't think I've done anything to warrant that. <laughs> like, trying to perpetuate a genocide on people? You don't understand anything that you're talking about, so... If you're going to continue to call people stupid, I would imagine that you should continue to think that you are as well. Oh, I always think I am. Hey, if you want to clear the air before we leave, feel free to. If you're that upset about people getting your plans wrong. No, you see, I do not care what you think. It seems the opposite. I'm not going to reveal classified information to you. I'm just saying that you guys think you've got it all figured out and you don't. So we go. don't. That's the whole reason we're fucking here. Jesus Christ, man. If well, you don't realize that case, oh no, civilians don't understand what I'm doing. I might as well tell them classified military information. That's not how this works, gentlemen. You came into a military base. You're in trouble now. Cody, I want to handle this like we handle things on my home planet. Of course. I attack him. <laughs> okay, roll me some initiative. <laughs> Duren's very proud. Yeah, there's I no way this wasn't yeah, happening. I am not. I'm just not being berated and locked up by this goddamn federation anymore. I got 12. 18. And you said Borax is Sathen, right? Yes, he is. How near did I get when we were, like, about to leave? Uh, I'm going to say you guys are 10 feet away. Well, this is how we all die, guys. I'm sorry. I just I couldn't. That's what Merrick wanted to do. No, no, no. Don't don't worry. It's Dern. Dern's feeling it, too. We're... Yeah. If we can't, we won't tell us anything. We'll just take it. Not playing Dane's games anymore. Yeah, well, it doesn't make sense for us to walk into a detention cell after this guy, you know, we figured out that he was doing all this shit. And that Satyr is here. Like, yeah. uh, well, Vorak goes first. Stick in hallways. We can fight a lot of guys in a hallway. And he's going to use one of his special abilities as he twirls one of his pistols back down into his holster and presses his top hand against the hammer of his pistol and unloads all six rounds into you. On the upside, he did open the door, so Durin can now get in. Uh, Durin could definitely see. Oh, yeah, I guess, Durin, you need to roll me initiative, too. Oh, okay, sure. I guess that makes sense, because you can now see. Yeah, I was worried about the fight before he opened the door, and I'm like, okay. Better Uh, odds. My initiative is a 27. Well, then, you know what? Durin, you're going first. All right, and I can see the chaos, or what's going on in the R&D room right now, right? Here's what I'll say happens. Vorak okay. has his guns drawn and pointed at the two of them. And then you see Merrick make his Slarian blade. And I think that is a very clear and obvious indication that whatever <laughs> initiative is being rolled. Yeah. You want? Know fuck it. Uh, let's let's go. Um, I'm going to pitch something to you, Dane. All right. Mm-hmm. I want to use a trick attack with my Gale Baton. And okay. I want to just rush into the room and kneecap him as hard as possible. I'm going to say you will not be able to. Okay. Okay. That would get be too there. much. Yeah. That's it's it that you're like on the opposite side of the room. Um, then I am going to sticking the cover, make my way slowly towards them to set up that, uh, that line of attack for later. Okay. Stealth. I uh, guess, please give me some stealth checks. Ooh, nat 20. Okay. Very good. I will say there are, uh, let me roll some dice here. And I can give you my total, which is a 40. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's no way. Even they were all in that 20, they're not going to see you. Um, I'm saying there are seven Ministry of Defense guards in the hangar. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. 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 Um, what are they focused on right now? What are they looking at? What, is, what are they doing? Um, right now, they haven't clocked the the combat that's about to start. But the second their initiative turn comes in, 
Mm -hmm. they will be actively hunting and actively participating. Okay. Um, They're essentially in a surprise round, so they're not going this turn. With this this information, um, I want to divert a little bit then to head towards a lighting system with my movement. Okay, sure. I'll say there's like a a big junction box. Yeah. uh, Move on on to the next junction box. Okay, yeah. Because um, if I knew if I knew that there was more people around that could potentially cause some havoc, I want to make sure that they are focused elsewhere. So I'll head towards that, and then maybe my next turn I'll shut down the lights. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, so it's Vorak's turn now, and he yeah he he swings one of his pistols into his holster, just does a a quick like lightning fast or like you know gunslinger pop 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 all six rounds. Cody, that is a uh, 25 EAC. Sure. And Merrick, that is a 27 EAC. Yeah, those are hits. Uh, Cody, you take 34 points of damage. Okay. What type? Uh, Fire. Merrick, you take 33 points of damage. As he uh, flicks the chamber out and the the cartridges or the the shells go sliding onto the floor. You see a flash of red as another six bullets slide into the cylinder and he shuts it closed and he draws a second pistol. Uh, It's going to be Merrick's turn. All right. I'm going to move up to him. Okay. Is it 10 feet? Yep. And I'm just going to attack. Let's just get into this. Let's not let him have the chance to do that again. That is going to be very good. That's going to be a 28 KC. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. 31 points of damage. As Merrick's, like, just ready to go. I just, this is why I've always hated the military, Vorak. If someone gives you a gun, says you can use it, and you guys build this weird ideology that you're the only ones protecting the world from this or that, or let's go above and beyond what we're told to do because it's the right thing to do. And so, God, it's so frustrating. Bunch of clowns. Yeah, it'd be really annoying if a bunch of self-righteous folk thought they were saving the world. It is. I don't want to be in this position. Fuck. He he honestly is quite annoyed when I do that. It is your turn, Cody. Okay. I am going to uh, move action. Uh, you see kind of like fire suppression fluid starts to come out of my, like my armor uh, as I use enhanced resistance versus fire. And then I uh, standard action charge. That's a nat 20. Let's fucking go. Uh, okay. So as I come in and punch him. That's six, three, so nine plus 14 is 23. So 23 points of damage, Sonic, and I'm going to need a fort save. Uh, is this knocking him prone? It is knocking him 10 feet back. Okay. Oh, oh we, we, I don't know if we want him farther away from us to shoot at us, bud. Well, we both get two attacks. Well, that's true. Never mind. That's great news. Uh, then yes, also, he's, I he's going. Imagine he's not far from a wall, right? I think it's a uh, hallway. Well, the way you would be bull rushing he'd be going out into the room i thought he stood to the side yeah like yeah. outside the door he did like it was not he's not still oh inside i the thought room. he opened yeah. the door and like the button was on this side and he stepped no. to the side then no in my brain dane i had him step outside so he wasn't stuck in the room with us yes okay then i'll do the knockdown uh well he is immune to being knocked prone okay cool uh yeah so i guess i just give him a big clock and uh he's not knocked down but he is going to be flat-footed for the next attack. Cool. The second this happens, you see Vorak sort of brace this big hit from the two of you, and he slides a little bit backwards, and the entire room 
turns its attention on you, and you see seven Ministry of Defense guards all run in, and they're going to open fire on you guys. Let me just find their stat block here. I'm glad I made one. <laughs> well, you didn't expect it to go this way, Dane? <laughs> no, you, actually not thought so. you, were, you actually thought you were going to get us into a prison cell again after last time? Yeah. I guess. It's foolish me. The fans um, were like, hey, they've been in too many prisons. You guys aren't allowed to go back into another prison. And we listened. Yeah, they tell us that all the time. I'm just going to roll and add them together, and I'm going to split it evenly. Damn, I'm just ro- I'm slowly rolling one higher every time. <laughs> I've got a 10, an 11, and then a 12. All right, so uh, one of you roll me a d20. I'll do it. That's a three. <laughs> okay. And Cody, you're getting four attacks. Merrick, you're getting three. Sure. Um, so, Cody, is your EAC lower than 26? Yes. Okay. Then all four are attacks hit. He got a 26, a 27, a 28, and 32. <laughs> Thanks for making your mooks mooks, stain. Yeah. Here we go. Party wipe, boys. 12 points of cold damage. Okay. Uh, 15 points of cold damage. Weren't they using fire a minute ago, Dane? He was. They have frostbite class projectors. Hmm. Nine points of cold damage. Yeah. And another nine points of cold damage. Merrick, uh, they've rolled 35, 20, and 31 EAC on you. Uh, The 20 doesn't hit. Okay. So 16 points of cold damage and nine points of cold damage. What was the first one? 16? Yeah. We may have. I think Dane is actively trying to murder us all. Yeah, maybe. I'm just giving you the consequences of your actions, boys. You also did back us into a corner where we basically only had this to do. <laughs> yeah, I think we all agree. So this is Dane's fault. Yeah, this is Dane's fault. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone, uh, if we all die here uh, and Dane ruins your favorite podcast, make sure yeah. you hit him up. We tried so hard to play by the like go with the flow rules, but like really, I, yeah, I, it was. At what point go do we way, not punch him at this at this fit? Like. Like oh, confronting the guy about his evil plan to his face. To be fair, we were making a comment on something else that he didn't know about. I didn't hear no sense motive. You guys straight up accused oh, him I, of. I, I accused him straight up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It was after he said he was bringing happens. us to the detention center. Yeah. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Don't try to rewrite history, Dane. <laughs> okay. Vorak looks at you guys and says, I need you all to understand that this isn't going to go your way. Put down your weapons and come with me. At this point, I'm, I feel like Dane's just not giving us any other option. Because another round of combat like that, and Cody's definitely dead. I'm doing all right. Are you? You just took like 60 damage. Yeah. I'm like at half health. Give us a reason to. You understand from our perspective, you seem like a very evil person doing very bad things. I know you don't want to tell a shit, but we already know quite a lot. And if you're speaking the truth, what we know is incorrect but still enough that we already know confidential shit. So explain where you're coming from, and we will help you if you're worth helping. Where I'm coming from is I don't want to kill you. Why? And that's really all you need to know. Yes, but where we're coming from is it looks like you want to kill a lot of innocents and onans. And as I said, my life isn't worth shit next to that. That's very honorable, and I understand that. But I don't want to kill you. Uh, Give me sense motives again, boys. Dane, minus a minus two. That's a 13. Come on, baby. Um, That's an unnatural 20. He's trying to convey something to you. Merrick um, puts his sword away. What if he doesn't want to kill us, but he does want to infect us with silver liquid? 
well, at this point, we'll die in this situation, clearly. There's one thing I was taught was to know when you're outmatched and in the wrong. We might be one of those. Sure, if you're not fighting, obviously I'm not going to fight. He sighs and he says, thank you. Because Dern hasn't revealed himself yet, right? Correct. I no sure one knows, haven't. No one knows where Dern is yet. Cool. Keep it like that. I'd rather keep it like that and be captured than the three of us try to take this on. Yeah, I agree. This way we can make two new characters to play with Dern. It's fair. <laughs> they can also be cute rats. Oh my god, three cute rats. Done. Durin's heading out. Can uh, we play as <laughs> Durin's like parents? He has a pretty good piloting, so uh, good luck, boys, in the prison. <laughs> yeah, Vorak uh, tells his men to stand down, and they all lower their weapons, and he begins escorting you guys towards the elevator again. And Durin, you you see this, you see them going towards the elevator, and mm-hmm. when they get in, the door closes, and Vorak says. I can't tell you what's happening here, but I'm also going to tell you that I'm being honest when I say I don't want to kill you. Now, you can give me all the great reasoning in the world as to why I should tell you what is happening, but I cannot. It's a a you cannot because you cannot kind of thing, isn't it? Maybe some kind of contract you signed. Something like that. Have you been have you been liquidated? He what the fuck looks at you and he says, I cannot tell you what the fuck. I'm 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 very sorry for how we acted then. I apologize. I think my career as commander here is already fairly short lived. So I'm not too concerned about the repercussions of uh, my actions here. But. I can get you to your friend, which is why I was trying to get you to the detention facility. Yeah, we we apologize. Uh, I don't, I'm sure you can understand how it seemed from our perspective. Though. I do not care about apologies right now. Fair Time enough. is ticking. You had another fellow with you. Where is he? Um, oh, I have no he's idea. Watching. I'm going to open the doors again. If you can signal to him that everything is all right somehow... We will get him. Otherwise, he's going to be on his own. And I don't know if that's how you would like it, but I'm going to open the doors and I'm going to let you make that choice. Do you understand? Yes. I look at Merrick questioningly. Once again, he swipes his card on the, or like he presses his hand on the elevator and the doors open for a second. And he shouts out to the dudes in the the hangar and he just says, lock this area down uh, and clean up this mess. And the doors hang open for a second. Uh, I think we owe you guys all some churros after that. Yeah, I'd, I'd even show you my favorite pose. <laughs> Dern stays hidden. Okay, the doors close. And this time when the elevator goes down, it only goes down like one floor and then begins sliding horizontally. Cody's like, Dern, are you here? Darn. No, Cody, he's not here. He's uh, nope. he's being classic Durin. Uh, so I don't think there was anything though. we could have said to get him to come in this elevator. To be fair, I don't think we have a code or anything, so that could have yeah. easily just been stay where you are, <laughs> kill everyone in the room. It could have been anything. We should get a code. We should get many codes. Like, uh, let's punch this guy code. Yeah. Not you, sorry. 
Yeah, not no, anymore. Sir. I think not anymore. I thought you were. I thought you were I, like you were right on, dude, from the beginning, and no one believed me. I, you know, <laughs> it is true. I did. Yeah, but we've also been through so many things since that pointed the complete other way, and now all of a sudden he's good again. I don't know. Yeah, Cody's but now confused. that I know what we know, like looking back on it, I'm like, ah, uh, Cody's yeah. confused and still not convinced. But I'll bet, like, he has probably a- quite a black eye right now, and like a big slash in him. What's the chance that this is a 10-minute elevator ride, Dave? Zero. The elevator slides to a stop and opens up into pretty much onto a prison floor, except it is this long, slightly curved uh, room that you can tell sort of like is a big circle uh, that goes around with cells on both sides of the walls. Um, There's dudes patrolling the prison or the detention center. And Vorak leads you in. And you see in front of you, Cathan being put into a cell. I nod at him. He looks at you concerned. <laughs> I shrug a little bit. I give him a nice old wink. Uh, Vorak leans back and says, it's going to be difficult to get the lot of you out. But I think I have a way to to make that happen. We're going to do a, a prisoner transfer. And because of the nature of your profile, I think it makes sense that all of you get transferred together. Uh, that is going to be the the ruse that I put forward. I don't really know how you're going to get out of that, but that is sort of the the best way I can I can get you out of here. Hey, we'll take we'll take anything. I'm gonna roll a perception because I want to see if Satir's here. Uh, I mean, you don't really need to because Vorak brings you to a cell. That's fair. It just would be the exact first thing uh, Cody would be doing. Yeah. It's tough to see in because of the curved nature of the... It's difficult to see into the, the cells. But Vorak stops you in front of a cell and sitting inside of it is a sandstone brown vesk with a tattered hood up over his head and Vorak says, I believe you have some visitors. And the Vesk looks up, and you can see the scar that runs from mouth across throat down to into his chest of Satir, and his eyes widen. I just, like, sign, holy shit, and I'm, like, up against the bars, like, reaching a hand in. So it's a, it's like a force field in front uh, of you. I put my hand in, and it burns off, and I'm like, ah! It's no. not like a, it doesn't do damage, it's just like a solid. Nope, too late. No harms. I'm just signing like, holy shit, are you okay? What happened? He stands up slowly and looks at Vorak and then looks at the two of you and walks over to the the force field and presses his, his big clawed hands onto it and just seems to be stunned. I put my hands up on the other side. Um, and then a look of rage crosses his face and he slams on the force field and he points at Borak and like just looks pissed and he just keeps like hitting the hitting the force field. I look at Merrick. I look at Vorak. I'm so confused. Vorak looks at Satir and the three of you and he just says, calm down. And he kind of like nods. Cody does not understand people. He's so confused. Cody, I think this has been all one big ruse that once again we've been let on to very late into the game. Cody's just signing, we'll get you out. And then he signs the others? Satir is pretty much ignoring you guys and is singularly focused on Vorak. Okay. And 
he calls over a guard for Actas and whispers something in his ear. And he just says, get transport ready up top five. I'm taking the new one, the Snowden, and these lot. We're moving them off world. It's too dangerous to have them here. And the guy says, yes, sir. And hustles off. And uh, Vorak says, take a step back and put out your hands. As he lowers the force field, Satir lifts his hands up, and Vorak puts some handcuffs on him and gestures for him to walk in front. And you guys begin walking towards the cell that you saw Kathin get put in, and Vorak does the same thing. Unleashes the, the force field, puts him in handcuffs, and has him walking with Satir in front. And you guys are going to a separate elevator now. Durin. Oh, yeah. What are, What's up? What are you doing, my man? Uh, we're heading to the armory. Uh, I mean, you have no idea where that is. I know, I know. Um, but that I'm just giving you the uh, the overall. That's my overall arc for Durin's plan right now. Uh, he doesn't know what's going on in the cells, so he's going to make his way back to into the infrastructure of the building and try to make his way to somewhere where they're keeping some artillery or some arms. Fuck. I don't know how you would do that other than give me give me a luck check. Okay. And I'm going to say with this is if you don't get 11 or higher, you're not able to find the armory. Okay, fair enough. That's totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, nope, failed. One. So no armory. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you got a nat one? Yeah, nat one. Nat one. Okay. Yeah. No, you, you scramble around through the vents for... Uh, a good while, like almost too long. Mm. And you just keep getting turned around and you have every room looks the same. And any room that looks or, or like you think that might be important seems to have some sort of like obscuring screen over the vents. Gotcha. Like some sort okay. of some okay. sort of technology is, is blocking almost like a one way mirror. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. can't see into the rooms. Totally fair. Totally fair. Um, okay. And so you've you've you kind of just like you know where the the R and D lab is, you know where the hangars are, and you know sort of like what what the main floor was, like you know the security room up there, and you know the like the processing room. Okay, okay. How busy was that security room? Uh, there's two guys in it. I want to sneak into the room. Okay, so you could do it. You could either go through the vent, or you can try to get in through the door. Through the vent, I want. Uh, I kind of want to be. Is this an enclosed room or is it like a room that people can see into? No, no, it's it's like a like a camera room. Gotcha, so there's cool. uh there's the vent and then below that uh there's some like open space, then there is a a, a, a half wall and then a big mm-hmm. round desk that two guys are sitting at that have a bunch of like monitors on it. Um yeah, I want to stealth in through the vent. Um, All right. I'm activating well, activating my cloaking field as I go in. Okay. Give me that stealth. Uh 28. Okay, I'm going to do a quick, you're good. Um, and I want to take one of them hostage. Okay, uh, you get up onto the half wall, and I'm guessing like arm around neck, pistol to the head situation? Yeah, 100%, like we're going to remain very calm. And the guy you have a, a gun to doesn't move, and the guy sitting beside him slowly turns to look at you, and it is this human man who's greasy and has like a, a ponytail and he's got these big thick glasses and he's like, no, no, um, e- easy there, Mr. Ratman. Do you want to make it out of here alive? Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 I do. Sure do. 
And you're going to remain very, very calm. Oh, okay. Where I can see them. Yes, sir. What about you? The guy I have my gun to. What's your deal? I mean, I, I kind of got a gun to my head right now. Are these armed guards at all, or are they just like... Mooks? Um, they, they do have weapons, but they seem more tech-inclined than combat-inclined. Gotcha. Ponytail. I'm going to call him Ponytail, because that's a good... Uh, well, I'll have Ponytail uh, pull up the security feed for the uh, the cells. Uh, okay. Yeah, he does that. He pulls it open, and uh, sure enough, you can see Satir, Kathan, and Handcuffs being walked through by Vorak with Cody and Merrick behind them getting into an elevator. What kind of control do you have over that area from here? I mean, I, I can put it into lockdown. I can, uh, I, I could, um, I, I, I don't know. It, what do you, what do you want to do? I haven't decided yet. What my options? I mean, like, I, I could do most things. Like, I, I don't know. I imagine you want to do something bad there, which, believe it or not, there isn't really a button that just says, like, fuck over the entire tension facility, but I, c- I could make an alarm go off. No, no, no. Where, where does that elevator go to? It, it brings it up to the to the courtyard for, for prisoner transport. They're taking them somewhere, then. Where would they take them? I mean, it could, it could be anywhere, but I, I don't know. Like, we don't have another detention facility, so my guess would be either either off-world or uh, or so- somewhere like Freedom. Maybe they're releasing them? I guess I don't need this one, eh? I'm pointing the, the, the gun at the guy I have hostage. Seems like you're the only one I need here, eh, Ponytail? I, be- I mean, I don't want to answer that question because I feel like if I say yes, you're going to kill my friend. The elevator only goes to one place? Yes, sir. Stop the elevator halfway up. Yes, sir. Now, what's your plan here, Dern? Do you want to be able to intercept this elevator? In a bit. That's my next step. <laughs> okay. Um, right now, Dern is so pissed at the ministry that he doesn't know if he should let these two out of here alive right now. Okay. That's kind of where his headspace at, and that's what he's trying to decide. Um, they seem relatively harmless. They're clearly not mooks. Okay, if they're transporting them, there's no reason for me to stay here. Yeah, I think Dern's going to meet up with the elevator. That's my core plan now. Making sure these boys are either tied up in a way that like they can get out eventually, but so that way I have the time to make it to the elevator before they get out. That type of thing, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, for sure. I'm glad you gave them those voices, Dan. They probably wouldn't have made it out if you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm also going to say, because you have done a risky thing, you have the schematics of the base right now. Oh, hell yeah. And I'm going to say that you can see that there is a munitions room on the way to the elevator. (laughs) Dan, you sweet, you sweet boy. Why would you do this, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) Is this this what you want, Dan? Is this what you want? This is A. I want what you want, boys. Okay, let's do it. Uh, yeah, let's make my way to the elevator. Um, I'm not sure what kind of rolls you want me to make with this. Um, I'm going to say that for the sake of, of you know, brevity, that you're yeah. able to sort of like watch the cameras and know the best way to get there. Um, okay. A lot okay. of it can be done through the vents. You can tell me what you're looking for in the armory. Thermite. Yeah. I'll say that there's there's a, a couple charges of that. Yeah, that's uh, what I want to grab before getting to the elevator and following them up, though. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. That's the core plan. And I'll regroup with them in a way. We're cool. just living in Duren's world, eh? <laughs> it's um, pretty wild. Holy shit, it's like Jason Bourne. Look at this guy go. <laughs> the five of you in the elevator, um, it's going up, and then all of a sudden there is a, a lurch in power 
and the lights go from normal to like that orange backup power. And Vorak looks concerned. And he says, well, that ain't supposed to happen. Oh, God. Oh, no. Fuck, is this is it actually Asm now? Vorak goes over and opens the panel to the console of the, the elevator and begins sort of like tinkering around in it. And then you hear a k-tunk on the roof of the elevator and some scurrying noises. And then the hatch opens up and you see Durin, if that's how you want to enter. I do, but having yeah. my gun drawn on Vorak, of course. Hi, Durin. Hey, Merrick. Sorry, sorry I kept you waiting. It's okay. Um, we're getting a chance here to get out of here. Vorak is a bad but not bad guy, sort of. He's giving us help. They're going to load us in the transport, and that's our opportunity to try to break out with everyone involved. And you trust him? Ah, as much as I trust anyone we've interacted with in the last couple weeks. He's coming with us on the transport. Are you coming with us in the transport, Vorak? I don't know how this is going to go down. I can't. I'm sure you'll find a way. He looks at Cody and Merrick, and he just says, I can't. He can't. He's 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 um he might be gooped, Durin, so if he does something wrong, his brain gets fried. I don't think I care all that much, to be honest. If we're on the transport and you're free, you can help us get out and that's all that matters. How's Catherine looking, by the way? Is he no one roughed him up? No, he, he seems okay. kicked him in the shin. <laughs> uh no, he you see him he's he's okay. He doesn't have any of his weapons though. Hmm. Um Oh man. Durin, why don't you climb on my back, under my robe, and then when we get close to the transport, you crawl out under my legs and sneak under the van and get like on the, under the, like, underneath I the lo- transport. I'm on board. I love that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I okay, love that Durin. too damn much. That's too good. Prison breaking has never gotten so cute. Durin is currently under your robes, I guess. Um, yep. Vorak finally gets the elevator to like come back to life, the orange lights flash out and the the regular lights come back and you begin moving back up. And Cathan looks at you for a second and he just says, "Uh, gentlemen, I uh, remember when you, we needed to to come up with a a distraction to to get out. Um, So I might have, you know the expression, out of the frying pan into the fire? Yeah. I'm worried that my plan might not have been the best one. Catherine, was it a jailbreak? It, oh, yeah, no, I figured I was going to end up in jail, and I figured that there was only one way I was getting out of it. And the doors open to the courtyard, and Vorak begins walking you towards a, a small sort of like six-man shuttle, about half the size of the Persistence. And no one's really batting an eye. As you guys are walking towards it, Vorak says, I can get you on that, and then you're going to need to go. Quickly, deal. Wait, Catherine, weren't you? Yeah, Catherine, what in did the you middle do? Of telling us something, and you hear a screaming from the other side of the wall, and then you see a gout of flame arc up and over, and land into the courtyard with a blinding explosion. God damn it, Catherine! And in I like front of plan. you is Lady Emberheart. Oh God! A blaze. Oh shit. And she points at Vorak and she says, you son of a bitch. We had a deal. I told you that he was mine. And now I find out that you've had him in custody this whole time. As she walks over, um, Catherine leans back and he says, "Uh, 
I told her that they had Azin. They don't have Azin. <laughs> oh, you dumb motherfucker. Hell of a distraction, though. What? Do we help her or do we run? <laughs> no. Oh, we run. Yeah. Okay. okay. The guards who are in the courtyard all raise their guns and begin firing at Lady Emberheart. And the bullets don't even make it. They're using frostbite weapons. And the bullets are disintegrating 10, 20 feet before they even reach her. And she flicks her hand out and with a arcing wave of fire just sends 20 dudes flying. And Vorak says, I think your escape has just gotten a lot more complicated. Yep, cheers. Thanks for the help. Yep, yep, let's just get in the the ship. (laughs) You see a guy sneaking up behind Lady Emberheart, and he's got a big rocket launcher, and he runs up and he kneels down beside the landing gear of the ship. Our ship? The ship we're about to get on? Oh, cool. (laughs) That's great. I'm glad. I'm glad this is happening. Without even looking behind her, she points her hand, and a searing beam of fire hits that man, and the rocket launcher and the ship explode. Hello, friends. Space Jim Dane here to do the things. Uh, I'm not even going to say it. I was going to say where I'm going to try to make it quick, but I always say that, and I never really do. Uh, But this one, I'm going to try my best. First and foremost, we hope you're enjoying the episode. Second, I've got some fun collab news coming out. Uh, One of the episodes that we recorded with our friends Dice Fiends is coming out on May 24th. We play a game called Stew Pot, which is like the coziest RPG I've ever played. Uh, it's me, Niall, and Terry. We end up having a absolute fucking blast. I get so emotionally attached to my character that I almost cry by the end of it. And it's just a really, really cool system that I don't think a lot of people have even heard of. Uh, and it was a blast to play with everyone. And I'm really, really excited to not only see how it turns out, for, but for everyone to listen, because I rarely, uh, I don't really get to be a player often uh, as the GM of this show. So this is our only my second chance to show my my player chops. Uh, and like I said, it was an absolute blast to play. Check that out on Dice Fiends. So check out the first part as soon as it drops May 24th. Next up, if you are enjoying the show, if you've stuck with us for as long as you have, episode 38 this week, please consider supporting the show by heading on over to patreon.com slash noquestcast or head on over to noquestcast.com and click the Patreon button. We have a couple different tiers that give you a bunch of Discord benefits. Uh, you get access to any of the video stuff that we do. The uh, Hot Wing Challenge that we did is now up for everyone to see. You don't even have to uh, pledge. You are just able to watch it. It's the only place you can watch it, but you can watch it for free. Some tiers get access to world primers, which have uh, stat blocks and information about the planets the boys have visited in this campaign. And everyone gets access to a a boss stat uh, from one of the bosses that the boys fight. Every month I rotate through, so they're only available for the month that I release them, and then they disappear forever. It's a big help. It allows us to grow our show, get better equipment, uh, do some advertising, all that kind of good stuff that we need money for. It is a great way to to help out the show if you are able to. If not, please consider sharing us with a friend. If you have a friend who likes actual play podcasts, send them our way. Hopefully they will enjoy it as much as you do. And finally, we would love to see you in our Discord. It is a great, cozy place to hang out and chat with other people who enjoy the show with us. Uh, There's some great fan art. There's some great fan theories. It'd be a much better place with you in it. If you'd like to join, just head on over to noquestcast.com and click the Discord link. 
That's it for this week. We will see you in two weeks. We hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Dane, I can't tell what you're doing to us. You made it hard to get out, and now we're trying to get out, and you're making it you're making it hard to, to get back in. Like, oh my god, you sick, you sick man. Yeah, yeah. Cody's just vibing. He's like, all right, I'm along for the ride, I guess. Oh, this is a bad situation. Okay. I don't well, I guess we don't, just don't point, can't we to. just we could just walk out, right? Like can you just yeah, may as well just have Zane show up. We may as well do that right now too, if you want to. Um And you hear another there's... screaming, this one more sandy. <laughs> the courtyard what? is fucking chaos right now. There is there's fire everywhere. There are people scrambling. Vorak is trying to do his job as commander and sort of get this situation under control. And you guys are relatively unnoticed. No one is paying any attention to you until Shatir nudges you guys as you hear a and the grav train comes sliding into the station. Now you're forcing us to do a train heist. <laughs> okay, okay. At this point, Second, I, can we not just walk out? Like Everything's chaos. Like, nowhere. No one's paying attention to us. Just shooting it out there. We could probably get into the top secret section of this place right now if we. Yeah, but then we're stuck. When we're stuck in there again. Yeah, I know. I know. Just throw it out there. Yeah, it does. It does feel like we don't really have any information. Yeah, but we have Satir, and we don't want to risk that. It's true. We do have Satir. All right, <gasps> let's let's do a are train. We heist. A train? Are we doing a train? <laughs> that's the lemon that's been given to us. I I look at Kath and I'm like, train train time. Um, yeah, I I think the other option would be trying to get through like nine security gates and then walking through the desert for six hours. Yeah, which I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I mean, the train's protected uh, the entire way there, right? So just hop on. It's a free ride. I, I, I move towards the train. Yeah, yeah let's, let's go for the train. Let's go for While the we're moving, is there any way I can get the handcuffs off Kathan and um, Satir? Oh, yeah, yeah. You could easily slash them off with your Solarian blade, for sure. I put a hand on Satir's shoulder. As yeah. I now feel really afraid that that woman wants to kill me. Yeah, she's taking out a whole base. Why Why do you keep pissing off people that can punch tanks to death? I don't know. I think it's a talent. You're very talented. Catherine, you think you're going to need a new employer after this? By the looks of it, no. Yeah, I, I think I might need a, a new planet because lying to Lady Emberheart about the one thing that is literally the reason she's still alive. Not great. Not great for me. I kind of pulled Darren over and I'm like, Darren, currently Tom has two points and Catherine only has one. So he's not he's not getting the invite. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he's helping us escape. Uh, How did Tom get two points and Catherine only has one? OK, guys, Tom, we're, we're trying Tom, to drop a train right now or jump on a train. <laughs> Tom throws tomatoes regularly, sources locally, okay. and he's a go getter. That's two points. Catherine was true. cool overall, but then he lost one because he honked while Merrick was grieving. Then he got one for being smart. Then he got one for being snown and, and revealing that and being really cool. But then he lost one for being insensitive about my friend's death. So he's on one. So that's two one. Okay, Tom, it is. I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, for now. I can't right, guys, I'm the captain. We'll make a decision on this afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the train. <laughs> I, I jump on the train. Yeah. Uh, what does the train look like, Dan? Uh, so the, the, the graph train is a, it essentially looks like a monorail. There is a single uh, rail that goes above the train. And there is a set of electromagnets that it attaches to. And it can go sort of like 360 around this rail, depending on the terrain. 
Uh, well, we definitely want to get to the front of the car because it just pulled in and we want it to go now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there is no uh, there's no driver on this. It's completely automated. Oh, perfect. Is it all being offloaded, though, right now? It should be. Yes. Now would be the time it would be getting offloaded. But there is a flaming woman going fucking batshit in the courtyard. So whoever was manning the train. OK, perfect. Uh, is, I wasn't sure if it was like automated as well. Right. Yeah, it's currently dealing with that. OK, yeah, let's. Uh, go Vorak in all of this? Vorak was is trying to deal with the the courtyard situation. Okay, okay. He's not coming with us, is he? It no. does not look like it. No. Turns okay with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, cool. Yes, you guys get on the train and you notice that there is uh, quite a bit of Iberium still on this train, um, but it is in a like Uh-oh. two carts or two cars are filled with it, and they seem to be like locked down and protected with like a code or like a, a there's very distinct cars that is are transporting these specifically probably because they are slightly oh. toxic <laughs> yeah 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 okay let's stay away from those ones <laughs> this feels like such a bad situation right now nothing has gone right for us since we landed on this motherfucking planet no it's bad planet bad planet bad bad spawn boys <laughs> do we feel like it's automated to the point where like they would be unloaded within a certain amount of time and it would go pretty quickly or do we have to like hack the train into going uh you can get on like in once you're in the the front of the train to drive Mm -hmm. it it is a matter of just like hitting like launch okay i smash launch yeah um so once again the train gives a and begins departing as you watch lady emberheart just going absolutely buck wild in that courtyard we're gonna get the blame for this aren't we yeah, we are. Yeah. That wasn't really us, though. Not really, no. This is probably the least, yeah, the least bad thing we've done so far. We did one punch, one cut, and we fucked up the fire suppression system. Unless, yeah. did you, did, Darren, did you, did you do anything while we were, in the, were gone? Uh, you know, took a few hostages, that's about it. Nothing did they, too crazy. Did they live? Yeah. Oh, we're, we're so good. I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to take a 10-minute rest. This train is uh, it's just going. Okay. And? You see in the distance there is a silver, almost like a gate that it looks like the train is going through. And as it zips past and through it, well, I'll let, if you want to do a check on it, I'll let you do a check on it. Uh, but there seems to be like some sort of big, big silver gate that the monorail is about to, to run through for the graph train. Yeah, I'll take that hint. Yeah, let's make a engineering computers. What do you want, man? Engineering. All right. Um, a 27. Okay, cool. Yeah, you've seen these in uh, a lot of different major cities. It is a a scanning portal, and oh. it does a sort of personnel scan. It's mm. usually used by public transportation to make sure that people are paying their fares. Mm-hmm. But this one, who knows what it does? <laughs> Any way to spoof it? <laughs> It's not just going to ping us for like, oh, they didn't pay for a ticket, so we just have to pay like 150 credit fine and we're good. I don't have hey, hey, there's credit. living organisms on this train. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's see what happens, I guess. Can you I not mean, do something about it, Dirt? I don't think we can. Can we do anything about this? <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like there's, there's much you can do about this, no. Uh, pitch ideas to me. I'm not just going to say, here's the solution to my my scanning puzzle. We got about a minute uh, suggestions. Can you get into the database and add us as registered crew or cargo? Uh, I mean, we can try. Can't hurt. 
doubt it's gonna work though. Does Iberium block scanning? We could hide in the middle of a bunch of that toxic stuff. That's a terrible idea. I know. It was a joke. What about Satir? What's your plan? <laughs> Any suggestions? Good to see you, by the way. It's been a long time. Missed you. Yeah, he's been he's been surprisingly quiet, and not just because he doesn't speak, but he seems very overwhelmed by everything that's happening. And when you you specifically call him out, he like kind of snaps to it, and he just says the database could work. And he goes over to the console and begins working on something. He's he's getting you like primed for that option. I okay. will aid in a computer's check with Duran. If Duran is doing a computer's check. With yeah, I mean, let's do a computer's. Okay. That's a nat 20. Man, you should have made that computer's check. <laughs> well, my nat 20, it's only 25. I mean, I rolled a three. Um, so I have a 19 with your plus two. It's a 21. Damn. Okay. You begin uh, going through the systems Cody just full hand palms buttons and you can tell that like whatever he did did most of the work. God damn it. <laughs> Why don't you keep rolling twenties on computers? <laughs> Satir is also uh trying to to do some stuff as well on another little screen. And you are able uh how many people are on this train right now? Five? Yeah. Yep. It's five of you, right? Roll me a D4. Okay. Two. You are able to get two people of your choice into the database. Do I see you doing this? Um, I would say, yeah, you did most of the work on this one. I just look and I say, Kathan and Satir. Agree. Yeah, I do it. Agreed. Both start protesting before, <laughs> once they realize, like, yeah, you, they are like, Kathan's like, don't be stupid. And Satir is, is signing. You literally went to jail to get us in there. That could have gone terribly. And Satir, you, I don't even know what you've been through and I'm like signing it, obviously. But it was obviously a lot. It's our turn. Well, it's always this is this is our whole th- our whole bit anyway. So yeah, you managed to get Satir and Kathan into the system, and as you speed through the gate, a silver line begins crossing through the train slowly, and it goes over you, Merrick, and you, Cody, and you, Durin, and an alarm pings, and over the system you hear intruders detected, activating. Remote security protocols, and nothing happens. Oh, that's concerning. <laughs> oh no, is it gas? Is it's it... actually worse. Oh, fu- that's actually worse. <laughs> well, it can't be gas because we have two people that are cleared, right? We they would knock them out too. Oh, either way, I'm not breathing. What would you guys like to do? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Goddamn. How how long do we think until this this comes in? Uh, I'm in a perception. I got a 21. Yeah, you uh, you start taking a look out through the front of the train, and you don't see uh, much. We don't see anything. Huh. Is the force field that protects the train still up? Uh, give me an interdict check. Oh, God damn it. Got a 29. Uh, it seems like the force field has gone down, yes. Shit. All right, how fast are we moving? Pretty fast. All right, let's try to slow this down and get the fuck out of this thing before whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I, um, I assume it's like... Drones or something? Probably a missile. They wouldn't nuke the train just to kill us. Whatever this stuff does and is, is pretty valuable to them. They have a lot of it, though, so. True. I guess also the train should be empty on this part of the journey. So, oops. Uh, What's the next port that that comes up next for this train? Oh, shit. It goes right to Contra, doesn't it? It goes to a warehouse and then it goes to Gentino. I guess we're going to a warehouse, aren't we? Yep. Okay. Um, okay. We have a few options here. We can slow down the train, get off, take a walk. You guys are about uh, 
like 200 feet off the ground. Fucking Christ. Okay. Well, we just have to hopefully we don't get blown up before we get to this um, warehouse. Are the doors locked in the room? No, no. You can okay. you can move through the train. I'm seeing like what this security system has done because I'm concerned. Um, Should we check the train to see if there's anything useful on here? How much time do we have to the warehouse? Judging by the screen, it says it looks like it'll be there in about like five minutes. Oh, shit. This train's wild. Well, you took a 10 minute like rest. Fair enough. Fair enough. God, I feel like we're missing something. I feel like we should be doing something. Uh, You said that the material is toxic when exposed to oxygen, right? Yes. So, like, there was still oxygen in the train. So that's not what's changed, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I just want to make sure that the the force field wasn't, you know, doing that. Um, Okay. Merrick has his boots. He could just jump off and be fine. Technically, yes. Okay. I have a grappler. I could jump off and maybe grapple something. One of us could probably carry Durin. Other two aren't flagged. We should have done that before the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, a lot's happening. We're we're no, we're a little true. frazzled. I'm wondering if it's just a welcoming party at the warehouse. Yeah, it might be. just be that. Either way, I think we should use this time to to check the train because maybe we'll get an idea of what the defenses are, and if not, then. Hopefully information. Yeah, you guys check the systems. I'm going to check a couple train cars real quick. Computers check the systems. Sure, I'm going to aid. <laughs> there we go. That's a much better I got computers. A 24 to aid. 31 with your two is 33. Um, as you are like tooling around in the computer, uh, there are a couple things that you come across. One, uh, the train can be easily manually overrode or, or like remotely controlled. Um, in the sense that something can take control of it and stop it, start it, or speed it up, slow it down, that you would not be able to do anything about. Oh, so that kind of is like a master override built in, yeah? There is, yes. But the override is at a remote location. You know that the cars containing the Iberium are sealed, and so there's no oxygen in it, and... If there is a like a break in those cars, the that Iberium is going to go like full toxic and will be very, very bad if those cars get damaged. Two, you know that when the alarm got triggered, it's bypassing all stops except for end to end. So it's going to blow right through the warehouse. Oh, ah, the last interesting. Stop. So the last stop will be Gentino, which is at the mines, right? Correct. E- yes. That's where I guess one way trip right now to the mines where I assume they have people waiting to throw us back in another detention center. Probably. Yeah. Or kill us. Look, we're, we're together. We have Satir. We have Catherine. Let's have a look around. And if it comes to it, we'll deal with what's at the end of the uh, end of the track. Sounds good. Yeah. Take what comes. I'm going to start percepting then. That's a 26 perception. That's pretty good. In one of the cars. That seems to be related to the Iberium shipment, but not the Iberium. Um, you find a uh, there's a lot of Contra shit on here, and you find I would beeline towards that. Yeah, you find a shipping manifest that seems to go through how much Iberium is going to the Ministry of Defense and how much of the Iberium is going towards Contra. All the Iberium is going to the Ministry of Defense. Uh, location, but there seems to be Contra seems to be building something through the Ministry of Defense. Okay, so it seems like when the Iberium gets shipped to the warehouse, nothing is getting offloaded. 
it is continuing all the way to the Ministry of Defense, at which point it gets separated and the ministry gets their share of the Iberium. And then the leftover is still going to the ministry, but Contra maintains control of it and something is being processed there, and it's getting processed there on behalf of Contra. Okay. We know that there's silver liquid on site, so I really don't like the idea of them combining the two. No, it's, yeah, it's a terrible, terrible thing. What do we think? Contra wants workers that are controllable? I don't know. It's too, seems too surface level with all this mess right now. I have a, I have a, a thought. So we've just been scanned by a computer system thing that probably is linked to Contra, correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What if it identified Cody specifically? Think it would be that detailed? I have no idea. He could be in their system. He was, you know. Could well be that Mr. Wire is going to be waiting for us at the mine. Well, on the worst case, we have a chance of payback. I would love to punch his face till it doesn't remain. Yeah, let's lock and load. Let's get ready for a fight. While you're looking through like the shipping manifest, inside it is also a document, like a report from a like science unit that is addressed to Vorak. And inside is a bunch of graphs and readings and charts and stuff that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to you. But there is a summary at the end that states that the amount of Iberium that is being mined currently exceeds or is, is getting very close to exceeding the threshold that the spikes can handle. Oh, not, no. Not that good. is not good. If anything were to happen to the spikes, um, and this seems to be in relation to the attack that was just planned on the spikes, that there would be like catastrophic results. Hmm. That's the one thing I don't get is who planned that attack? Like someone used the liquid to make those guys do that, but who ga- who gains that? Who gains well, who do we know who has both access to the liquid and this report? Fucking Vorak. But he just helped us out. He's very confusing. Yeah, yeah. He, I really can't get a vibe for the guy. He still was super racist before, and I don't know if that's the juice or... Yeah, him. so the, the guys who are juicing people, I just don't know... I don't know what they're gaining from any of this. Like, I, I really can't see the end game. You know, I can't see the bigger picture. There's so much juice everywhere. I don't know where it's coming from. Also, why are we calling it juice? That sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> was were we ever calling it juice before this point? No, no, I don't no, know. no. It's, I it's have the, my. It's the new thing. It's fine. Can we call I it have, ooze like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie? I have oh, the term man. "gooped" on my notes. I, I guess "goop" works. Goop, juiced, whatever you guys want to call it. Goop juiced. We're going to change it every time just to be confusing for the listeners. Yep. Slimed. <gasps> Nickelodeon's behind, behind all of it. <laughs> oh, Nick Nacks. It's Nick. It's all Nick. God, I just wish I had a good, like, starting point of where all this ooze came from. Yeah. Or where, like, who's using it for what? How are they using it? Like, th- I I need that info at this I point. I know. That's the big, that's the big, that's going to be the big crux of everything is getting to that point. Anyway, let's just move on before we have to go fight a warehouse full of people or whatever. Cody and Alpha used to watch Nick Salodian when they were kids. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very serious yeah. drama. It is. Their favorite show was Oh No. Where? Uh, was that YTV or was that Nickelodeon? I have that was no Nickelodeon, idea. right? I think, I think so. Uh-oh. Was, uh, that was YTV. It was shown. It was Canadian. Oh. Then no one's going to get that joke. Ours was nope. E. Carly because it's the future. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> We're done with this bit. <laughs> uh, well, what did Merrick find when he was doing uh, uh, his search? 
I rolled a um, 27 perception. Ooh. Okay, you would have found what Cody just found. Let's see if there's anything else I can give you. Um, you peek into the the cars adjacent to the ones that have uh, the Iberium in them, uh, have like little monitors that you can look into the cars because it's obviously you can't like go in and check on things. So there's like a little computer that you can flip through a couple cameras in each of the Iberium cars. And while you're going through those, I will also give this to you, Cody, because you you did a a check on the flower. Some of the crates have a Dahlia logo on it. What the fuck? So whatever the Iberium um, that's strictly for contrast for is for a Project Dahlia. Yeah. Yeah. Which means maybe, like, we know the metal's involved, so the missing piece must be the silver liquid. Yeah. Fuck. And the issue is, too, is that we don't know whose side Azen's on. So is it like, a, like is Contra doing this stuff with Azen? Is Azen doing his stuff at the same time as Contra? It really doesn't seem like Azen would be part of this, does it? I can't see him being know. a corporate, you know, lackey. But I don't know him. But he was here back then, too. Like, he was here to kill. Yeah, he set all of this in motion, really, didn't he? Yeah. So, wait, question. What Could he have been infected with the silver liquid this whole time? Yeah, Just maybe. Even from the get-go, when you Who? met him, Merrick? Oh, maybe. yeah, I, 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 I think that's how I perceive it, at least partially. Maybe he's fighting back right now. Maybe that's why we see moments of lucidity with him and, and why he looks like shit. Or he's running out of time. Yeah. On, on the sheet, it said that. Satir was compat- compatible. Compatible. That's it's, the word. It said he was, and I kind of like turned to Satir and I'm like, you were listed, I assume, to be injected with the silver liquid or? Maybe they're trying to build a new Asin because this Asin is running out of time. Do you know more about this than we do right now? Once uh, you guys have like sorted through this file and everything, uh, you notice that Satir has turned around and is facing out the window. He kind of lurches forward and braces himself against the glass and puts his head down. Are, are you okay, Satir? I, like, tap him on the shoulder. Or, like, put a hand on the shoulder. He doesn't move for a second. But then you see his shoulders slide back and relax. And he takes on a whole different posture and stance. And when he brings his head back up, you can see in the reflection of the window that his eyes are currently glowing blue. Now, he's never done that before, right? That's a good question. You've never seen him do that before, no. Um, Satir, are you you okay? Um, I I have a feeling I've seen a glow like that before. Satir now stands up straight and turns around and vocally says, Whoa, Satir is not here at the moment. You must be Durin, Cody... Merrick. Who, who, who the fuck are you? Uh, that's uncomfortable. You must be the one pulling some strings, aren't you, friend? Yes, I guess you could say that. As to who I am, I'm nobody. I'm nothing. Not anymore. You were the lie, I assume? They turn around in another life, perhaps. But that doesn't matter anymore. None of this matters anymore. Because time is almost up. I almost have everything that I need to awaken. And when I do, you understand that everything must end. I definitely don't understand that. Like as an opening a new chapter for a new world or revitalization and things like that? No, I think 
you are very familiar with the word that I will be bringing onto the world. Goop juice. Reckoning. Yeah. Yeah, we keep hearing that. Yeah. Sorry, it's just a side effect, unfortunately. I really don't want to be this one-trick pony, this broken record, as it were. But unfortunately, it is the crux of my existence. We're not going to let you do this. I, I hope you're aware. Well, you see, this is why we're having this conversation. Before, you were just stumbling into things, and now you are directly interfering. And there's nothing you can do to stop this, but you can certainly slow it down, and that is frustrating for me. This is my olive branch to you. Stop. Leave. Go somewhere with the people that you love and enjoy the time that you have left. Otherwise, this will end in a much more violent and painful way for you. You're really shit at negotiating. This isn't a negotiation. This is mercy. Temporary mercy. Look, Mr. Evil, the lie, whatever you are, we're not going to stop. To be honest, the three of us have nothing left to live for. We don't have that many loved ones outside of the three people standing next to us right now. Ow, ouch, but accurate, yeah, okay. So we're going to keep going. We're going to keep trying to figure this out. We're going to keep hunting. We're going to bring upon you, my friend, a reckoning caused by Merrick, Cody, and Durin. We're not going to make it easy, and even if we fail, I swear to God, I'm going to make sure you have the hardest time ever. You're going to have to use plan B, C, D, E, F, G to get to whatever goal you're trying to achieve, and we'll put a goddamn stop to that, too. If there's one thing we could do, it's mess plans up. Yeah. <laughs> also, you said that we were like we used to walk into things. We're still walking into things. We have no idea what we're doing, but we're damn good at it. <laughs> they look at you and smile and say, I understand why he likes you now. Damn right. Satir walks over to the window that looks into the car with the Iberium and presses his hand against the glass for a moment uh, and takes deep breath and then turns back around to look at you and says, the fools who are doing everything, the, the reason why this is happening, well, the big reason why this is happening, they don't know how stupid they are because everything they're doing right now, this war they're creating, that's the final piece of the puzzle. Are you not the one creating this war? Isn't that all you're doing? In a very roundabout way, but no, I don't care about this war. No, this war is of your people's own design. So somebody else is using you for their own goals besides yourself. Correct. Fuck. And that is why I came to be. I should have died a long, long time ago, but... They gave me a reason to hold on. And that reason is retribution. That reason is correction. That reason is to make them pay for what they did to me. And this isn't just a petty revenge plot. This is a course correction for the mistakes that I made as well. And I will make sure that no one makes these mistakes again. Did you become an engine and regret it? <laughs> they bow their head and they look dejected for a moment and they look at you and they say, I became 
something more. I thought I was doing the right thing, and I couldn't have been more wrong. You are all here, drawing breath because of me, and that is a mistake. So you can stand there and be pious. You can stand there and be righteous. You can stand there and tell me how you're going to stop me. But every breath, every word, every action that you take is because of me. You live because of me. And I am revoking that right. I don't think you know how presents work. Once you give someone something, you can't ask for it back. So if so, thank you. And now fuck off. We'll be seeing you soon. Looking forward to it. And then Satir crumples to the ground. Uh, I check his pulse. Yeah, let's <laughs> check on Satir immediately. Yeah. Run over to him. Uh, he's still breathing, but he seems like he is out. Uh, medicine check? Yeah, sure. I got a 28. Cool, yeah. You can tell that he is. his heart rate is racing. His pulse is pounding. It seems like he has just gone through a very, very intense experience uh, physically. But he... He is okay. He's he's stable. Okay. He just seems okay. like he's passed out and like kind of recovering in a shock situation. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Interesting. One big piece of the puzzle's made more sense for me now. Because I was always trying to link what well, like the whole Ministry of Defense Contra Azin thing. But clearly Azin is working for whatever we just spoke to. And then yeah. the Ministry of Defense and Contra must have found evil Volai. Mm. Found Boy. the goop started using the goop using the goop woke up evil Valai or some kind of connection like that and now they're both working simul like at simultaneously for different goals yeah sounds so like well we when well, we now have like a lead of it a place where the source must be coming from now clearly this evil Valai did something gave up their life to become something to save someone so we need to figure out what they became and who they saved it's all coming up contra well they're a big part of what they're like they're at least pissing this thing off so if they're not directly in line with it they're the ones who caused this i kind of like hold up the chart that says the amount of iberium is exceeding thresholds and i'm like should we try to get this to astrid as soon as possible just in case this train explodes or something sure and i think cody's gonna like post up on the side of the train like looking left and right and because he's still very paranoid about that alarm you take a look uh, down the tracks and you notice that you're about to enter into a like tunnel through a, a small mesa like a fairly decent sized mesa and then you see a flash of silver whip past the train and then uh, you enter into guys? the tunnel yeah something and as Cody says something you hear a large like and you're now in this tunnel and the lights every now and then whip by uh, the red light from the alarm is really the only thing lighting up this cabin with occasional bursts of yellow and orange light from the lights on the side of the cave. And then one side gets blocked out for a brief moment as you hear a over the window as something very large and very metal crawls across the train. And then it stops and you break out of the tunnel and you don't see anything until you hear a large intruders detected from outside as a large metal hand smashes through the top of the train, grabs Cathan, and rips him out. <laughs> 